Welcome to the beer aisle with all of its colorful cans, bottles, and boxes. It's one big marketing game, and expensive doesn't always mean good. And that's why we're always on the hunt for good swill. Our team of experts includes industry insider Brian, who guides us through the beer world. Better equipment and better ingredients. And our easy to please outsider Matt, who takes us into his world. From about 18 to 30, <laughs> I retired. You know, I hitchhiked across the United States a couple of times. And I'm your host, Blaine, once again trying to keep this train on the tracks. We try the cheap stuff so you don't have to. This is Good Swill Hunting. All right. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to Good Swill Hunting. And here we are again. And uh, we hope you enjoyed our last podcast a couple weeks ago. We uh, tried uh, Milwaukee's Best Ice. And uh, now we're doing something a little different. It's a very patriotic month. We hope you all had a great 4th of July. Anyway, I think this is a great uh, story uh, with this beer. You know, it's a German beer, German brewery that has decided to uh, come set up shop in the U.S. right here in our podcast hometown of Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, today, we're going to be trying Guild Rattler. Am I saying that correct, Brian? Yeah, Guild uh, Rattler. Okay, so we're going to do a little brief overview of this of this brewery and this beer. Um, this is a little different because it's kind of more in the crafty little uh, world. Um, it's a little bit pricier, definitely one of the more expensive beers we've done on the podcast. Uh, we're going to talk about that as well. Uh, and the cool story behind this brewery, we really wanted to highlight it because uh, it's pretty incredible to see something like this, you know, a German brewery coming over here and setting up shop. So, uh, I mean, real quick, though, this is a Rattler. That's the kind of beer it is. Uh, what is this, Brian, that we're going to be trying today? Well, uh, just before we even get started in describing uh, this particular one we're trying, the Guild Lemon Rattler. And sure, and, and the reason why I picked this beer is because, you know, you did ask me before we got on, it's like, hey, this is, you know, not necessarily swill, right? It's not a swill price. It's ten ninety nine for a four-pack of 16-ounce cans, bringing it in about 17 uh, cents an ounce versus last week's Milwaukee's Beast, which I think was about four or five cents an ounce. So, yeah, it's definitely higher on price, a lower on ABV, which I know already Matt is going to, you know, ding it for. Um, but, you know. <laughs> What's the ABV on this? It's probably like in the two or three. Oh, Jesus. It's a two and a half. Right. Uh, uh, and You just offended Matt. Yeah. and But the reason why I brought this on is a few reasons. Uh, one, what is, I have, I have tape on my neck? What the? Oh, yeah. Uh, that's one of the microphone cables. Uh, we, we like to tape them up. I was trying to make sure you got it on you. Right. How long has that been on me, guys? <laughs> 20 <laughs> minutes. Like, like there's something sticky uh, on my neck. Brian was uh, trying to hold a thought with tape sticking to his fingers. But I, I chose it for a couple of reasons. One, um, you know, it is summer, uh, and I was looking for some we'll, – we'll talk about more lower AVB, swilly beers you could have at the pool, um, on the golf course, at the beach – and this kind of fits in, and two, they are they have a brewery here in Charlotte. It just recently opened, and they're brewing here. This particular beer is not brewed here; it is imported from Germany. But it, it is gives us easy access to schedule an interview, and I do have an interview, and they do get into what okay. a rattler is. All right. Uh, but real, real brief though, on what a rattler is, essentially. It is a like a lighter lager or wheat beer that is blended with some form of citrus juice. Okay, so I, so we were talking before the podcast. <laughs> so this is basically a lining kugels. Well, I, I, can I say something that when I looked it up, it, some people referred to it as a sparkling lemonade. 
which 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 reminded me of none other than Natty Daddy. Oh. So, and this is is this the rich, uh, fancy Natty Daddy? <laughs> yeah, we'll say that. But but what's really interesting? So if uh, any of you, either one Natty of you, Daddy tried Lemonade. a rattler. Uh, I, I don't think I have. I've never had a rattler. In fact, I was afraid. Have you was, had a rattler snake? No, but I've seen Gilda Rattler on TV. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but so, a funny story with with myself and Rattlers and my experience. It wasn't me drinking Rattlers, but my wife and I. Uh, we this is well before kids. About ten years ago, we happened to be booking a trip to uh, Germany uh, to Munich, and we were there for their Stark Beer Fest. So this is like their other big beer festival, not Oktoberfest. This is when they do their dark. Uh, it's like a dark, rich beer for the spring. Um, the idea behind it is it's a thicker beer and higher ABV, and the monks created it to help with the Lenin fasting. So you were so drunk you didn't remember that you were hungry. Two and a half is higher ABV. No, no, this is this is. I'm getting oh, to oh, that. Oh, okay. Okay. So then we're we're at this festival, and we are just my wife and I are pounding these these giant you know liters of these this high ABV beer, and we're hanging out with these German military officers, and we're partying with them. And at the end of the night, I mean, we were sl- slammed, and like they weren't. And I'm thinking, okay, so we're not used to their high ABV beers, and they're like, no, we've been mixing them all with lemonade. Oh. So the whole night, they every beer they drank, they ordered as a rattler. So where it says it usually is a lighter beer or a wheat, you could do even some of the most malty ones. The breweries will still pour, but they, it's not brewed that way. It's mixed that way in front of you. Okay. Oh, yeah. so, and this is kind of already done. Yeah, this is already done. Yeah. Okay. Well, so do uh, I need to shake it up a little bit? Or, or, you know, <laughs> roll it like it. a red hook. Not unless you, uh, it, it's still carbonated. Yeah. Not unless you want to yeah. buy Blaine a new microphone. I know, right? Yeah. You're gonna mess <laughs> everything up in here. Um, so we're we're gonna have you break it down even more in a little bit, Brian. But uh, we'll just go ahead and give you the brief uh, kind of basics on this beer, Radler, and I'm gonna butcher all the names on this Radler Nachertrub, brewed by Guild Brewing out of Hanover, Niedersachsen, Germany. Brian, is that how you even say that? Uh, this is 10.99 for a four pack of pounders or 16 ounces. That's what we call them. Untapped users gave this a 3.36. They described it, which when I was looking at the comments on Untapped, a lot of the comments were in German, uh, describing it as sweet, fruity, lemony, and sour. And one user wrote in German that uh, it's one for taste after a hangover. So, uh, Matt, uh, I I will leave that to you after you try this after first sips. I read it's good with breakfast as well. Okay. Yeah. So so this is like, uh, okay. You had me at hello. (laughs) <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's go ahead and just let's go ahead and get the ball rolling here and do first sip impressions. It's time for first sip impressions. Keep the first sips going and the swill flowing. You know we buy the cheap stuff. As little as five cents an ounce will keep us happy. Check out goodswillhunting.com and click donate. All right, so uh, I, we didn't describe the can when we did uh, Milwaukee's Best Ice. Uh, it was a pretty basic can, but this one, it's a pretty can. Matt, would you mind describing the can for us? Sure. It's a uh, lemon-lime yellow with a black rectangular border that says Lemon Rattler, and inside that box is a its a cartouche, if you will, of a <laughs> cock and a flower. Is a cock on here? <laughs> And across the top on a white box, it says Gilda Hanover, which looks like it could say hangover. Mm, All right. So Lemon Rattler. 
Okay. So I'm quite excited, even at two and a half percent. All right, have you had your first sip yet? I know Brian's had his first sip. So Brian, go. I, I don't know if you've had. You had said you have not had this particular no, one. I've never had this. Are you ready for your first sip? Oh, I am. All right. Go I, ahead. I so I'm thinking back to Natty Daddy, and um, I'm, I've been trying to purge that episode. I'm sorry I planted that seed too. Yeah, but I'm trying to purge that out of my memory. Other than the commercial. Um, you know, if, if you're new to the show, go listen to that one for comic value and for the commercial. It was Natty Daddy Lemonade, and I think it's ABV, though, was like 8%. Though. Oh, yeah. Um, I really like this. Uh, first sip impression is I dig this. It doesn't taste at all like a beer, even though it has beer in it. Um, but it's a malt beverage with natural flavors. So, you know, really the the lemon in it really is, is strong. And it's almost like a, uh, to me, hits it like a soda carbonation than a beer carbonation. It's okay. fizzy. Okay, Matt. Fizzy. I have not yet tried it. I wanted oh, to save, well, save it for the moment before. So. All right. Well, then I will do my first sip impression on it. Um, yeah, so not as like that blast of lemon like Natty Daddy Lemonade. It was more of a softer lemon flavor, but still very sweet though. And I will... It's kind of kind of reminds me of like a, uh, you know, more of the more of the drinks like truly along those, but more of a genuine flavor, like more of a natural, artificial real lemon, not not an artificial flavor, like re, yeah, real lemon. Yeah. Um. So Matt, go ahead and sip her down. I know this is gonna taste like water to you, but uh, <sighs> not but, so much. I mean, what are your thoughts? I'm getting a back taste. It's probably that lemon, but you know what? I think if I had a bad hangover in the morning, maybe a thick mouth. You know, this would cut right through it. You might still rehydrate yourself with this? Without, sometimes, and this happens even on days when I don't drink as soon as I wake up. Like if I have a beer when I come home and I come home from work, you know, part of me, will, my body just rejects it immediately. It's like, Ugh! But <laughs> I think this would be more acceptable. Okay. Um, um, it's not bad. Well, with that. I'm not drinking it to get drunk. That's for sure. No. So you, you talked a little bit about Rattlers and what they are, where they come from, um, and you, you know they they mix them, I guess, in front of you there right. uh, with with lemonade. Uh, anything? Tell talk. The the big reason why we're doing this uh, is this is a Charlotte, North Carolina right. brewery, right? A German brewery um, that you know came here from Germany. Um, they've already they've already built their 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 brewery here and everything. Right. Uh, tell tell us a little bit about the brewery. Well, you know what? Why don't we just go right to the interview? Okay. I mean, yeah, I mean, they're, they're going to talk about Rattler. They're going to talk about the history of the brewery and their connection to Charlotte, which is all in the name of the city. I knew it. Yep. Let's just <laughs> go right. to it. Let's take a listen. I am here with Willie Wallstab, the brewmaster at Gilda Brewery and their new facility in Charlotte, North Carolina. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, hi. Thank you for having me. Um, so I can tell right off the bat, you do not have a typical Southern accent. Um, so uh, hopefully tell, tell not. No, not yet. <laughs> Where are you from and what's your background in the beer industry? Um, I'm from Germany and uh, my boss uh, asked me to come to North Carolina, especially to Charlotte, to be the brewmaster here for the Gilda Brewery in, in Charlotte in the U.S. to yeah to set up the brand mark of the German beer Gilder. And how long were you with Gilda before you moved here? I did the apprenticeship in 2008 to 11. After that, I went to university in Berlin and uh, yeah, I had a, two different brewmaster jobs in between, but I uh, joined them yeah, in the end of uh, 2018 again. Awesome. So you've uh, been around for a little bit. Um, 
tell us about the brewery. So I know that Gilda is one of the oldest breweries in Germany and probably one of the oldest in the world. So can you just give me a brief let me, history? Yeah, as we it's, it's say really, in the United States, elevator pitch. That's true. <laughs> it's it's really old. Uh, it's uh, in it's placed in Hanover in uh, Lower Saxony. Uh, it's right in the middle of Germany in the west part. And um, yeah, it's the oldest company from Hanover, and it was founded in 1546. And uh, yeah, that was this uh, brewer. Uh, he was from Hanover and. Uh, his name was Kurt Breuhan, and he established a beer uh, which he yeah, learned how to brew in his apprenticeship when he was in Hamburg. And uh, after his apprenticeship, he came back to Hanover and he established a wheat beer in Hanover, and that was very, very popular. And uh, yeah, that was 1526, and 20 years after uh, he established the beer in the area of Hanover. They founded the the Gilda Brewery after to produce uh, the Breuhan beer, and you can even see it in our logo. It's a rooster, and in his hands is a um, is it is it dogwood dogwood it's dogwood tree. Yeah, and it okay. represents the yeah the city of Hanover. Now, is the brewery still in within the same family? Uh, no, it's not within the same family, but um, it's. It's on its own. It's uh, part of the TCB Brewing Group, and uh, yeah, it's uh, still independently uh, owned. Yeah. Okay. And it's still the 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 most uh, famous beer around Hanover. Yeah. Awesome. So most famous beer around Hanover brewery older than the United States itself <laughs> yeah. as a country. <laughs> yeah. They decided to open up a, uh, a facility, a brewery, an actual brewery. It's not just a tasting room. The, the equipment is, you know, right yeah. over to our right. Um, what made Gilda open in the United States? Well, Gilda is uh, ex- already exporting to Asia, and uh, yeah, not only mainly uh, in other countries in Europe itself, but yeah, the the business is growing and. Uh, uh, we wanted to expand also in the, yeah, the United States where, you know, the beer culture is really growing and uh, we wanted to be part of it and uh, I think since we already have so many business partners uh, all over the world, then uh, we had to do it in the U.S. too. So is this your first brewery outside of Germany or do you have them in Asia as well? No, it's, it's the first brewery in, in the United States and okay. also yeah, outside uh, Germany and uh, yeah, to to set up the brand markets or the trademark even uh, to recognize that people uh, yeah, think that Gilda is uh, one of the, yeah, what I think greatest beer beers uh, you have to have like a location even in, for the people in Charlotte it's really really important not to see us in, in the retail but also come to the brewery and uh, enjoy really authentic German beer yeah and so you, you chose the United States you wanted to be part of this market right. as a company right. uh, you know, it, is, it is an exploding beer market um, you know people try to compare it to the German beer market or the Belgian beer market and I, I just think they're all so unique having traveled to all of them yeah. um, I, you know, I really couldn't I couldn't say which one is better or not. I yes, mean, yeah. there's history in Germany, there's history in Belgium that the United States lacks. Um, but in particular, Charlotte, what 
what drove so we decided in the United States it's where Gilda wants to open and why Charlotte North Carolina um, Charlotte is a, first of all a very very nice city a very very much growing city uh, it develops so fast right now I can experience it myself since September but uh, the reason why Charlotte is pretty easy because uh, uh, Queen Charlotte uh, then who gave uh, the city the name she was also not only born in, in Germany she was a uh, the Queen of Hanover and that's the historical linkage uh, from Gilder Hanover to Charlotte uh, yeah, to, to the Queen Charlotte of, of uh, Mecklenburg Strelitz yeah. she's the namesake of the city right. and the county and that's hence why that's we're true. called the Queen City that's true yeah, yeah. and that's also why there's a reason um, not only the you know my boss always said uh, Queen Charlotte forgot the beard to take with her and uh, after such a long time uh, yeah we're we're bringing it for her so that's why we also established the brewery here I like that have you named a beer her forgotten beer yet uh, not yet but there is uh, so much more to come I think uh, even with our founder Colt Broyhan he set up a, a wheat beer and uh, this is a very very traditional beer in and Germany and, and what you said about just since you've been here, how the city has grown since September, so almost a year. Um, I, two years ago, I worked in the building next door, and I don't recognize anything in this oh, yeah. neighborhood. Across the street are condos and townhouses that were vacant buildings that have been torn down and raised since I've been in the neighborhood last. I didn't recognize anything driving in. I, I actually got a little lost um, yeah. <laughs> just because the neighborhood has changed yeah. so much, and that's just... Because not all of our listeners are from Charlotte. Um, you know, we do. You know, our podcast is listened to around the world, and, and I think it helps for listeners to know more about the city and the, the rapid growth that's gone through. But so we now have this brewery here. Um, traditionally, in Germany, you're making your standard German lagers, correct? Correct. Here, what? So if if a listener decides to come here. What are they going to find on draft? Um, right now, we have uh, 15, 40, 15 uh, different kinds of German beer, I would say so. Um, four, uh, which besides the beer which we import and we also have on draft, the Pilsner, Red Rooster, um, our Urbach, the Black Beer. But we also have uh, right here... A Pilsner version, which is a little bit stronger, we call it more than a Pilz. And uh, since you know we had to establish something like that because Charlotte has such a you know the water quality right here, it's uh, yeah, if you even it's another reason why this this place or why Charlotte is so so great to set up a brewery because the water quality is it's really really good for for pale and bitter lagers. Have you gotten into any of the more Americanized beers, or like IPAs or, or pale ales? Are you sticking more towards uh, you know German purity laws when you when it comes to brewing beer? Um, yeah, we want to stick first of all to uh, every beer we do to the German purity law, which yeah, um, allows us only to produce the beer with water, uh, barley. This is the original version of it, and then hops uh, that was done. You know, further on, the the law was uh, developed, and also you could you can now use 
like wheat, but nothing else than just wheat mold. What are some beers that you developed here in the brewery just for the Charlotte market? Um, yeah, we, we uh, besides the four different uh, pale wheats, the Hefeweizen uh, we already have on draft, um, we will have the Oktoberfest beer and um, I'm really, really excited about that because uh, it takes a lot of organization, you know, get the, the canning design done, get it approved, uh, organize the, the canning lines and uh, yeah, this is, uh, this is completely new to me and uh, even in a different uh, batch size and uh, this is going to be really exciting and, and since the, the Oktoberfest beer here is released in end of July which is for us uh, totally unusual because uh, yeah we will have Oktoberfest only Oktoberfest beer only on for Oktoberfest on the on the same festival and not having it uh, beforehand like two months uh, before the, the festival starts. We so. call that seasonal creep yeah. and I don't agree with it. I, I don't want my pumpkin beers True. in July. I don't want my October fears, uh, Oktoberfest beers in July. I want yeah. them when, when they belong in the autumn. All the, all the excitement would be gone, you know, when, when you... even I would even say even the beginning of September would be too early, but yeah. This is some, some thing that we have to learn or we have to adopt even to our German uh, tradition and uh, I really like that and uh, we will see how it goes and uh, yeah. Have they given you more of a creative license here at the, the Charlotte Brewery than you would have back in Germany to come up with some different beers still based on German classics and brewing techniques? That's a good question. Um, probably yes, but also since we have so many uh, yeah batch size is different uh, even the the capacity will be different and uh, since we have so many you know draft lines we can even be really really creative on that and right now we we are up to 15 and there are so more so many more to come yeah. and we can add another eight I think so the what variety will grow What's something unique that you have on draft right now? Oh, uh, really re unique will be the the German smoked lager. It's a traditional uh, Franconian beer style, which is uh, which comes from Bamberg right now. Um, and yeah, this is something really unique, really German. And uh, yeah, it tastes like a little bit like smoked, like smoked bacon. So, is it a traditional rock beer? Yeah, it's, okay. it's a rock beer. Yeah, awesome. That's true. But also, uh, like the the dark pale wheat, or yeah, there's so many else to come. We even did an IPA with only uh, German hops, and it even turned out so good, and it's really popular, yeah. Very interesting. I look forward to coming back, not during the workday, when I can okay, enjoy yeah. a few beers. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then, for this particular episode, we... Uh, sampled and reviewed the lemon Rattler. Right. So tell us about Rattler. What, what, is, what is that the Rattler style of beer for our listeners? Because most of them haven't heard of it before. That's true. It's, uh, the, even the name is unique. Um, I would say the closest, how to describe the, the Rattler, is a Shandy. And this is a beer mix uh, from a light lager and uh, some le lemon... Yeah, some lemon juice in it, and 
we we usually do like uh, half half halfway beer, and the other half is uh, lemon lemon juice, and uh, it's a uh, traditionally uh, for the bicycle riders when you you know go on a tour with your friends and you want to sit down and enjoy the landscape, then uh, you you probably would have a rattler and uh, it's yeah it's even the the name rattler means like the bicycle the bicycle right. one for the bicycle so a, a couple questions on, on that you know so culturally where does it fit in because I'm thinking why not just have lemonade instead of a rattler why why ha- why the need to have a mix of lemon and beer that's uh, also a good question. Uh, in Germany or in Europe, uh, there's much more of a tradition of that. And uh, since it is reduced also in the alcohol content, it only has 2.5. So it really fits to, I don't want to say uh, sports activity, but right. maybe right after it when you want to really uh, quench your thirst and then... Uh, have a, I don't want to say a quick rattler, but something that really goes down uh, much faster than a regular Pilsner, for example. And uh, it's a little bit sweeter, maybe it's, yeah, it, it gives you back much more nutrition that you need at that point. And, and you had mentioned, you know, before the interview, you talked about just the Bavarian beer culture and how, right. um, you know, th- it, there's more of an aspect of, of in, in Bavaria that you know, drinking beer is more part of your daily routine right yeah um, so even I don't know what it is or even if they pass on uh, from generation to then generations uh, even the you know so many breweries you will find in a in a regular Bavarian town and uh, yeah it's not that they only you know drink so much beer it's also uh, within their tradition, uh, they 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 see it differently, and they they I think yeah have it uh, as a nutrition, not as a beverage, not as a something uh, that makes you feel happy. That's right. true, but um, it's it's more of a tradition, and uh, they rather have a beer than than a water. Okay, let's say for that. Okay, got it. And so tell me, when you're brewing it, um, when is the, the, the lemon juice added? Is it after you brew your beer and then you combine them in the can or the keg? Or is it oftentimes you're going to pour half a beer and then half a lemonade? So traditionally, um, they set it the, they even had to set up a law in 94, I think, 1994. Uh, before that, you couldn't even produce it, you know, and, and sell it in bottles. You, you had to really go to a restaurant and mix it yourself and they mix it you know where you were sitting at the bar or something like that in front of you mm-hmm. so because before that there was no law to, to do that or to can that and uh, right now it is also part of the purity law um, and uh, yeah you, you mix it after you, you produce the beer and uh, you can usually it's bottled but uh, also also seen it in kegs, so they, they you produce a beer and then afterwards you, you add the lemon juice. And, and do you have a rattlers here at the brewery? Yes, we do have the German rattler here too in cans. Okay. And uh, it's the same one we will have 
you know, in Hanover in the retail, we also have here in the retail and, and in the brewery. And is that brewed here? Is it brewed in Germany? It's it's brewed in Germany. Okay, It's Great. imported. And, uh, we will have it in can, a little bigger than the 16-ounce can, because okay. this is also a different thing, like um, getting used to the, you know, from the metric system into the U.S. system, it's not only the the volume; it's also the weight. It's you know the length. It's it's, it's everything. Yeah, <laughs> but it's interesting. Yeah. It is very interesting. Um, now, I have one last question, and this is something I, I ask uh, every everybody I interview. Okay. And we are a, a a cheap beer podcast, a cheap mm-hmm. beer review podcast. So I always like to know what is your, as we would say, what is your beer pong beer. I don't know if you're familiar with the game beer pong. Oh, right, yeah. Uh, so what what it would be your beer pong beer? What would be your cheap beer that you would just sit back and <laughs> you know you're going to have a few, you're not worried about buying the expensive stuff? Um, yeah, it's a good question. Um, I want to... Maybe you've got a German one and an American one. Can <laughs> okay, you do that? Okay, okay. Um, for the American one, I would say I would take our worth the weight. It's a light lager, and but it's also very tasty. It okay. has five from... Uh, Five percent of uh, ABV, and uh, yeah, it's really good. It's not too bitter. It's it's not uh, you know uh, too much gravity in there. It's something you can drink like four hours. And it's called say. worth the wait. Worth the wait. Okay. Yes. And uh, yeah, I would. Uh, I wanted to say also, uh, we would play beer pong differently in Germany. Okay. So what would it be? We we actually played on a on a ping pong table. Okay. With ping pong paddles. So and uh, we have the Moss Krug, uh, so the big steins. Okay. And uh, two of of them each on, on the end of each table and then you try to hit it and try to uh, yeah to put the ball into it and uh, the team loses who you know has to uh, yeah where the ball went in so and then afterwards you have to chuck the, the Moscow. <laughs> so what is the, what beer would you use? Um, for American? No, oh, German beer. If you're playing that game, what would you use? Um, oh, that's a good good question. Um, I'm not really sure if I would take, uh, yeah. I don't want to say uh, I, would, I would rather take a Gilder over something else, um, but there are so many. You can, you can use a rather, rather go for something you could uh, buy at Lidl uh, we call it Pellenbacher and uh, it's a yeah it's a well-known German okay. uh, retail beer yeah. uh, many Lidl beers make the podcast for reviews oh really so, cool um, and I'll have to see if they have sell you, that have in you, the have you tried the, the Pellenbacher from no, Germany I have not seen that one yet but I'll have to check it out they have it in uh, the wheat which is pretty good and the pills okay. uh, I think they could add some more hops to it with the pills but okay. I think it's really cool. Yeah. Awesome. Well, you know, we might want to bring you back on when we review that one. Oh, and, why not? Yeah. And, and uh, join us and review it with us. Okay, yeah. All right. And, Willie, I really appreciate your time today. Thank you for coming. I look forward to coming back here and checking out the brewery and, you know, encourage our listeners in Charlotte to come on out here and have lunch, have dinner, and uh, see what he's brewing here. All right. Thank you so much Thank for you. having us. And, uh, yeah, come back and enjoy some of our beers. Awesome. Great interview. I, I, I love that they've come to Charlotte. And just very cool stuff and amazing story. And I love that they, you know, a lot of people, you think Charlotte, you know, that Queen Charlotte. Yeah. And, and of, I think it's going to really take off. We are known as the Queen City. 
And with their connections, I think it's going to really take off and here. They have a really cool spot. It's in South End. Um, and from you know, they're they're almost more restaurant for than brewery forward with really you know nice German food. Uh, and we have another German style brewery in town. And old Mech. yeah, and the food's good there, but it's not to me as German as I want it to be when it's a German brewery. Okay, okay, yeah. okay, but still uh, good. Uh, now. I do. I do want to. Like, our mission is to to try the cheap stuff, so you don't have to. We try the cheap beer. Um, this this is kind. Of, this is you know in the pricier pricier yeah. beers. Um, so so what what about this? I mean, why do we have it on here? Obviously, we have the story on there. But you know, it's ten ninety nine for a four pack. Uh, it's maybe a dollar or two cheaper than its competitors. Um, but it was important for you to bring this on here. It's important because they're here, and once again, ease of interview. But also, and we just had Milwaukee's best. And ne- and next week I want to compare and contrast. So next week we are doing a cheaper version. So and we're going to talk uh, next week about the difference between a Rattler and yep. a Shandy, and we're doing a Narragansett Shandy, price substantially cheaper. Okay, okay, we're, and we're gonna we'll we'll go over that substantially as we close cheaper out. than a Narragansett, or no, substantially the, cheaper than the, the what we're drinking today, an imported <laughs> beer, an imported beer, we'll say. Uh, and Narragansett's gone up in price since our podcast, you know, of course. The, uh, what hasn't? <laughs> um, yep. So, all right, with that, we're going to go ahead and do last call on our uh, Rattler. They've had their fill. Now they'll rate this swill. This is Last Call. All right, Last Call is here. We're going to we're going to rate this baby. Uh, we'll start with you Brian since this is your 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 baby you brought in here. So I'm struggling on a number, right? I'm struggling on assigning the number cuz I think it's delicious and I'm more than halfway done with mine right now cuz I'm pounding it. I think the flavors there. I, I, I was, oh, you know, you come into these episodes and you have these preconceived notions of like a fun joke I'm going to make is that my teeth are coated in sugar, but they're really not. Like with the natty daddy, um, my down, my my criticism, and that's more I'm criticizing the style, which is hard to do because it's meant to be low ABV. I'm going to bring this a pool. I'm going to bring a four pack. I'm going to be pounding them. I'm going to be peeing more than I'm going to be getting a buzz. Yeah, and and. I kind of when I bring beer to the pool is I want a buzz. So I think this is great. I think I love this as a hangover beer. I think it'd be great for hair of the dog with breakfast. I think it'd be good, you know, with a plate of hot wings to help you get over that hair of the dog because I like to sweat it out. Um, <laughs> and I'm, I'm coming to Brian's house for breakfast. Know, right? He does yeah. hot wings for friggin' breakfast. But, yeah, they're left over from the night before. Oh. Um, but that's okay. We put them in the broiler, get them crispy. Um, but Yummy. But so... I, so that aside, the fact that I don't think I would necessarily buy this or drink this on a regular basis for the flavor and, and rating it for the, what it should be, I would drop this at a, at a well, I'm going to factor all those in because I want to say a four, but I still wouldn't drink it. So we'll go about three and a half because it's okay. a delicious beer, but I wouldn't buy it because I don't, I don't see where this would fit into my life. Okay. Um, Matt, I'm interested to hear your rating on this. Uh, given the price and given the flavor, given sure. the alcohol content, what are sure. your thoughts, man? And I'll tell you, I am going to incorporate some of Brian's thoughts into my own rating here. Before Brian even started talking, I'm like, it's going to have to be a solid three. There's just, you know, there's no utility 
right. in drinking this, um, except for refreshment. Right. And I can do that with a Coke. But uh, Utility as in uh, it doesn't getting get a buzz. Yeah. I want to feel better. <laughs> I already have to pee. Okay, right? Uh, so, but I do like its flavor. You know, I don't know if that uh, back flavor I was getting was because I had was chasing off the remnants of a beast ice or <laughs> a cigarette, was a cigarette, but, uh, it's good. It's good. Um, and maybe I've got something to do, you know, like drive 500 miles and I'm not going to be able to drink beer. Yeah. But you want a little something. I want a little something when I wake up. Okay. And this would be okay. Um, what it, so what's 10, your, what's your 1099, rating? a four pack that makes yeah. them about three and a half bucks a piece. Those are craft prices. You know, I, I, I get what you're saying, Matt. Because sometimes when I, I notice when I go to the pool, that first beer I pop open, or the beach for that matter, that first beer I pop open is gone like that. Yeah. And then after that, you slow down your drinking. So I think this would be good for that first one. It almost prehydrates. Dude, if they made this with <laughs> electrolytes, it'd be like alcoholic Gatorade. Oh, my Bro. gosh. Yeah. Matt, you're rating. I had you oh. at three and a quarter. Three and a quarter. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll bring it up a little bit because Brian sold me on it. Okay, and, I'm, I'm uh, surprised yeah. you did that high because I thought you'd be upset about the price. Um, the price and the ABV are a turnoff. Yeah. Um, and those definitely scored against it. But the flavor and yeah. the concept and the fact that it's from Germany. Yeah, you know? and, and, and it's to me, it's like for that price, it better be good, you know? Um, and... Uh, but I will say that's that's one out of all the lemon things we've tried yes. on this podcast. That's the one of the best like real lemon flavors I've gotten in in anything. Um, yeah, the price is very very high, but I you know it, it's a really really big thing for Charlotte to have this uh, brewery here. So I'm gonna drop it at a three and a quarter as well. And Matt, okay, I just want to say that uh, I will commit to buying one around for our podcast here so we can compare and contrast but uh i know that there's a higher abv in the line and kugel summer shandy okay which is basically a lemonade beer as well right. so i've i've not really if i've had a line and kugels i don't know that i have um it's not something that was memorable to me okay. so well we'll have to a, we'll have to bust that one out uh, down the road i might be absent for those episodes yeah. i've had them and i'm not a fan oh okay well but, hey um, you know what I'll revisit it. I'll we, revisit it. We can. Okay. Well, maybe we'll just throw it in with another one uh, yeah. down the road. Uh, but this has set us up as as you talked about. Um, we're going to go back to one of our favorites here on the podcast. Now, granted, we've had some Narragansetts that didn't uh, raise to the bar of that first Narragansett in season one. If you go back, it was yeah, a, what do we uh, have? Like a crab a crab pot Narragansett? <laughs> it was like old bay yeah. seasoning and Narragansett. Uh, well, no, it, the can looked like old bay seasoning. Oh, okay. uh, yeah. It was a Narragansett fresh catch. Oh, fresh catch. And uh, it, it, and and yeah, it, it had a it had a, a pungent flavor to it, yeah. we, and we it just didn't uh, it didn't live up to that smooth, crisp, just nice mellow flavor of the Narragansett what lager. Oh, shit, the cops uh, found me. Oh, they're coming. You know, hey, these walls are only, they're sound resistant. Uh, Matt, do you need to go outside? With, with that? <laughs> no, they'll come find me. <laughs> he has his ankle bracelet on. Uh, he, with that said, though, Narragansett, like, come on. We all have to admit that we still kind of get a beer stiffy when we see Narragansett <laughs> on a menu at a bar or a restaurant. You know, you, you, gotta know? Love, you gotta love VBGB for their Narragansett on tap, and you can get the thirty-two ounce 
glass of it. And, and, that and, Oyster Bar in South End carries it. I've had it there. In okay. my make believe world, I feel like we started it. I, I just, we started you know, a trend. We started a trend. Yeah. I, I saw it at a, I saw it at a concert being sold at the little the little tents at the concert. Yeah, like all your big macros there. Um, and Narragansett was sitting, well, there. and I'm like, this is, uh, and I feel like we got to we got to review that one right before the wave hit. Uh, so I think it was more obviously it was a coincidence. I, th- I think we need to create a badge for beers like that, so they can put on the can that says "As heard on the Good Slow <laughs> Hunting Podcast." Well, there you go, and and that that uh, leads me to my next point. If you guys want to give us feedback. Um, or just check us out. You can hit us up on our social media pages. Or if you want to give us money, you can hit us on our Patreon. Yeah, exactly. On goodswillhunting.com. You can also uh, uh, contact us there. Send us an email. You can, uh, you, can, you can send us some beer you want us to try. And uh, we always welcome that. Uh, and Brian, you're going to be putting some stuff up on our social media pages. At Goodswill Podcast is our Instagram and our Facebook pages. So go check us out there. And seriously, send us beer. Uh, we've had listeners send us beer in the past. It's we so have, much fun. We have one coming up that I can't wait to tee up uh, in a future episode that I'm super stoked about. Uh, but we'll tease about that a little bit later. Yeah, and, and, and kind of going back to what I was saying, uh, Narragansett's Rattler is next up on deck. Uh, that's kind of why we tried this shandy. Fan, this fancy shandy today. This, and uh, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it's setting us up for the cheaper Narragansett shandy in two weeks. We'll see you then. Right. Peace.